Soul Twin Audios. Stories created solely with the vintage soul in mind. O-T-R-T-S-T-A. What story can I connect you with today? I don't really need a story. I just wanted information. Very well. Tune your radio dial to anchor.fm slash soul twin audios. That's S-O-L-E. Soul Twin Talk, a backstage pass into productions at Soul Twin Audios through guest interviews, commentaries, promos, and featuring your teasers and trailers. Always a busy time here at Soul Twin Audios. This week, I've been writing additional material for A Tale of Tyranny and writing the intros and outros to the audio plays you'll get to hear in the series Patchwork Creations. And, of course, I'm still working on that top-secret episode that I can't wait to share with all of you. If you're enjoying episodes of Soul Twin Talk and have YouTube, you can subscribe to us there. I have a tiny goal of getting at least 100 subscribers by the end of the year. Right now, we have 72, so maybe we can turn that number into 80 before the week is out? So... If you have a channel over there and subscribe to me, I'll definitely subscribe to you. The Mutual Audio Network presents Sonic Summerstock Playhouse, our annual celebration of old-time radio, revisioned and remade by modern audio dramatists. Coming soon from Captain Radio Productions, it's an episode of that classic Jack Webb series, Pat Novak for Hire. I wanted to tell you, you don't understand. Well, he was right on that one. I didn't understand a thing except he slipped out of my arms and stopped paying taxes. That's Sonic Summerstock Playhouse, Sundays in July and August, right here on Mutual. Better living through audio. Sharon Grunewald in the studio with me today, who has been in several productions here at Soul Twin Audios, and who is also the host of Patchwork Classics. Hey, Rachel. I am so psyched to be talking to you today. You know, you're kind of fulfilling a childhood fantasy of mine. I used to dream of going out to Hollywood and becoming a big star and doing talk shows all over the place. And you know, explaining how I became such a wonderful overnight sensation and all that stuff. So this is really cool. And thank you for asking me for this. It's my pleasure, Sharon. Now, before I begin asking my questions, Sharon has a demo of sorts that I'm going to share with you all. Twas brillig, and the slithy toves did gyre and gimble in the wabe. All mimsy were the borrow groves, and the momraths outgrabe. Beware the jabberwock, my son, the jaws that bite, the claws that catch. Beware the jump-jump bird, and, and shun the, the frumi- Oh, frumious, frumious, pander, snatch! He took his vorpal sword in hand. Long time the manxome foe he sought. So rested he by the tom-tom tree, and stood a while in thought. 
and as in uffish thought he stood, the jabberwock with eyes of flame came whiffling through the tulgy wood and burbled as it came. One, two, one, two, and through, and through, the vorpal sword went snicker-snack. He left it dead, and with its head he went galumphing back. And hast thou slain the jabberwock? Come to my arms, my beamish boy. Oh, frab just day, kalukale, he chortled in his joy. Twas brillic, and the slithy toves did gyre and gimble in the wabe. Ah, mimsy were the barograves, and the moonraths outgrabe. Since August 2021, you've had several roles for us here at Soul Twin Audios. Everything from appearing as the announcer in short order to portraying Tessie Hutchinson in The Lottery and now the permanent host of my series, Patchwork Classics. Out of all these roles, which has been your favorite and why? Yeah, you know, it's amazing, but it's hard to say which is a favorite. I mean, the obvious answer is Tessie in the lottery, um, mainly because she was a character. She had a fantastic story arc. She went from this blasé, la-di-da, we're going into town, we're going to have a good time, to transitioning into this frantic, uh, distraught, hyperventilating melodrama, um, you know, oof. exhausting, actually, character to play. Um, but, you know, the, the challenges of being an announcer and being the host of Patchwork Classics, it's harder than you'd think because... You have to pronounce the names of people you're not actually elbow to elbow with. So, I mean, how many takes did we have to put in for the um, for, for the credits on the first of the Patchwork Classics? I think five or six of them. Um, and with Patchwork Classics, it's doing it in the transatlantic accent, which of course is not at all natural for me, and has rolling R's, and you try to put that into context with pronouncing people's names, who you don't really know how to pronounce, and... <sighs> so, yeah, um, it's, uh... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm cracking myself up. They're all wonderful fun, because they all have their own challenges, but I'll be honest with you... I kind of enjoyed being the snake and the little prince, most of all, just because it was a snake and I got to hiss and carry out all that sibilance that I work so hard to get out of my recordings because I can't stand the whistling S's. But being a snake, I was allowed to. So I think that's probably the one. I'm so happy to hear that you enjoyed portraying the role of Tessie. She certainly did have an interesting arc, like you said. Very dramatic, and I can imagine it was very draining at times to act as her. The announcer role is certainly a challenge, and you raise an interesting point. I think going forward, I'm going to try to have everyone slate their first and last name, and then give that to you in just one file, and then that way... The pronunciation aspect shouldn't be as challenging there. Uh, but gosh, that transatlantic accent, uh, not always easy to do, like you said. And 
Gosh, I wish I could roll my R's like you do. And it's it's funny that you mentioned the little prince. This particular recreation is going to be super special. And no, this is not the top secret episode I keep referring to. No, The Little Prince is a collaboration of Soul Twin Audios with Zangathar Studios run by voice actor and creator and your husband in the lottery, Bill Hutchinson, uh, J.S. Farrington, who also sometimes goes by Jonas Fair. Uh, but anyway, he um, I cast him in uh, the the role of the pilots and his daughter, Dorothy, who you also got to hear in the lottery. She is going to be portraying the titular role of the little prince. But that's not the coolest part. The coolest part is that he has a team, uh, Noel and Kat, and they are going to animate this episode for me. So in the near future, and I don't know when because I, I don't want to rush them about it. Um, I'm letting them take their time, but they are animating this episode. So for the first time ever, Soul Twin Audios is going to have a recreation episode that is going to be fully animated. And yes, there is a cat that lives here. That's Yoshi. I'm not going to uh, edit this out. She She just lives here. Uh, but yeah, uh, the little prince, you were great as the snake. And I just, I cannot wait for everyone to hear that one. Could you tell us about some of the other projects you've been working on for other companies? Oh gosh. Um, I could tell you about a lot of other projects. I kind of fall into the same category as Christopher Lee. Uh, I've only been doing voice work for about five years now. But like Christopher Lee, I took any role that came along. I didn't care if it was one word, one line, or a character with a name. I just wanted to get out there. So if I were to go to my portfolio on my website, um, com, hint, hint, um, you'd see a very, very long list. But just to go through some, and I'm just going to scroll through here and hit the highlight reel. Okay, I've got a couple of video games. Uh, Knoll Hack, which is in beta testing. I'm in the Wizard's Quest as Neferet the Green. Um, I also did the mod known as the Frontier for Fallout. Uh, there are a couple of other Fallout gaming mods that I had a few lines in here and there. But um, yeah, NPC characters in video games, they're fun. For the Marvel Audio Universe, I've done a huge number of their audio dramas. Um, Everest Productions is doing an entire series called Revitalized, which is a retelling of the Star Wars story. Uh, also with them, I am playing Asajj Ventress in their audio drama Dark Disciple. Um, Madison on the air. I can't say enough about Chrissy's uh, production, her podcast. It is so much fun. She takes old-time radio shows and does fan insert fiction. Um, and it's pure comedy gold. I love it. And I'm looking forward to working with Madison on the air a lot going forward. Um, 
A lot of audio comics. Now, if you don't know what an audio comic is, that's when you take a digital comic book and you literally dissect it into panel and frame, and then you reassemble it in a cinematic slideshow kind of look, some more cinematic than others, depending upon who's producing them. Um, you add in a soundtrack and music and sound effects and actors, actoires, like myself. Um, I have done a huge number of those for Star Wars audio comics. Um, Auditect on YouTube has been doing the Star Wars Republic series. And I got to tell you, if you're into Star Wars, check him out on YouTube because his finished product is gorgeous. It is so cinematically beautiful. It takes you away from the idea that, wait a minute, I'm reading a comic book. Um, DHVO is a YouTuber who does motion comics as well. And I've done a number with him, X-Men Regenesis, Green Lantern. Uh, I played Bobby Morse in his Black Widow Secret Ops. His are great because not only does he uh, do the, the cinematic slideshow, but he actually puts some animation into the panels. While I have my mind on it, another YouTuber who does animation within comics is a young man by the name of Alexander. Keep your eyes out for him. On YouTube, he goes by Oppo Rensisis. He, he's got a bright future ahead of him. He's experimenting with some really cool animations. Same goes with Bison Yeti Studios. Um, he does a lot of Disney stuff. So there was a couple of Figment comic series, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Um, of course, there are the audio dramas. Um, Merchant of Death is a podcast series set in the noir era in Kansas City. Uh, involving the mob. Um, really gritty storytelling. Um, so, you know, not safe for little ears, but excellent stories. A-Bomb Radio has a series called True Vault Escapades. There was uh, about a 20-episode strand called The Strip, in which I took on the role of the leading lady bunny. That was enormous fun. Um, frankly, I've been just about every single superhero's mom. It's kind of where I found my niche early on. Um, Aunt May, Martha Kent, Martha Wayne, um, Frigga, mother of Thor. <laughs> so yeah, a um, lot of mom roles. But, uh, you know, it, it got me going, so that was cool. Another one that I can think of just off the top of my head from starting out is the YouTube channel, The Shadow Radio Recreations. So if you like the old Shadow Radio series, um, who knows what evil lurks within the hearts of men? <laughs> the Shadow knows. I was in, I want to say, a dozen, dozen and a half episodes. Everything from victim to witness to villain to 
one-liner just because. Um, another great one, uh, if you go on to YouTube, Zach Riley is an Australian author. He's written a series of short stories called The Tales of Aurelian, and um, I narrate his audio plays of those short stories. But <sighs> did I take up enough time yet? Oh my gosh, I'm looking at my ticker. I think I just talked for about 10 minutes just on stuff I've done. Um, the best is yet to come. I am super excited, uh, having been cast for an original trilogy of Star Wars films, fan fiction, fan produced, and it takes place after the sequels. It picks up immediately after episode nine, and I am the villain, and I love it. So yeah, that that's uh, probably the best summary I can give you. I know I've left people out, and my apologies to you. Again, um, if you really want to know every detail, it's on my website. So www.sharongrunewaldva.com. <clears throat> Go there and check it out. Wow, Sharon, that's quite the resume. Uh, like you said, everyone needs to check out your website for all of the other projects that you've been in. Is there a role you've always wanted to play? A role I've always wanted to play? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are actually a couple of them. Uh, unfortunately, they are stage roles, and I am now past the expiration date to perform these particular characters because they're both in their... 20s, 30s, maybe, and it would really be a stretch to be on stage playing these roles. But I have always wanted to play the role of the baker's wife in Into the Woods. Favorite, favorite musical. Her character just tickles me. She's so sarcastic and strong willed, and yet kind and loving. Great, great character. And the other one is in the play Nonsense, um, the role of Sister Robert Ann, the street smart, no-nonsense, uh, with the New York accent, which of course comes very naturally to me because I'm from Jersey and New York is right next to me and I hear it a lot. Boy, oh, you know, I can go full Brooklyn on you if you want. But those those are two roles that I've always wished I could play and, you know, never had the opportunity. Oh, believe me. Huh. If, uh, if somehow I could miraculously get the rights to End of the Woods, I would have Soul Twin Audios do it because End of the Woods is, like you said, it's just, it's, it's an amazing production and Definitely, the, the baker's wife is such a fun role to play. I was just lamenting the other day about how it's just really sad that Sondheim won't even enter the public domain until after I'm dead. That's just really sad. But yeah, I'm actually not very familiar with nonsense, but um, that sounds like another fun role to play. If I have any kind of a uh, character that requires a 
Brooklyn accent, I will go to you. Do you have a recommendation for a story within the public domain you'd love to hear Soul Twin Audios produce? <laughs> That's a trick question, Rachel, because you know which story I want to hear and you know which role I covet. And I have it on good authority. A little birdie told me that it's going to be a patchwork classic. Um, the Wizard of Oz. Because I've always wanted to be the Wicked Witch of the West. And have that wonderful classic cackling. <laughs> I'll catch you, my pretty. And your little dog, too. I covet that role as much as the Wicked Witch of the West coveted her shoes. Oh, absolutely. And that is totally going to be your role. I don't always cast off the cuff, as they say. Uh, you know, I, I try to do casting calls when I can to give other, to give everybody a chance. But sometimes I just know who I want for the role. And you definitely are going to be the Wicked Witch. And I'm just going to go ahead and give my little spoiler now. So it's on audio record along with the email that I sent him. But our very own Dean T. Moody will be playing the wizard. So other than that, I, I don't have anybody cast for the other characters. But uh, so, yeah, you and Dean will be the witch and the wizard. And it's interesting how sometimes I, I have a voice in mind after I talk to somebody for a little while. I was talking to this lady that recently joined the Soul Twin Audio's server, and after listening to her speak, it got me thinking, oh my gosh, very soon in the near future, I will be adapting for Patchwork Classics the stories of Raggedy Ann and Andy, and I'm going to cast her to play the role of Raggedy Ann. Uh, you'll definitely hear what I'm talking about when you hear her talk. She sounds just like Dee Dee Khan to me, who was in the Raggedy Ann and Andy musical adventure. But that's going to be a whole lot of fun. But I, I can't say, you know, what year we're going to be doing that. But for The Wizard of Oz, I'm going to try to shoot for January to December in that kind of schedule that I've got going. I have so many things on my plate right now, but I want to get The Wizard of Oz produced by sometime in 2023. Sharon, thank you so much for being with us here today. It was great, great fun talking to you. I hope I didn't chew everybody's ear off. Um, you know, humble brag. But uh, looking forward to continuing to work with you because it's just so much fun being a part of Soul Twin. <laughs> from distant shores, distant times, 
I am Sacagawea, bird woman. I am an eagle with a broken wing. A ferryman reports that I died of a putrid sickness at the age of 22. My people, the Shoshone, knew me to a ripe old age of 96, dying on April 9th, 1884. I lived through the smallpox epidemic, much like your epidemic now, where most of my tribe died. I am asking you to judge for yourself. After you hear me out, ask yourself, do you believe my Shoshone version of events? Or some ferryman's journal? Which do you believe? Voice artist, Steve Fisher. Sir, are you saying they are willing to sacrifice their own soldiers and eradicate their own lands to blow up our troops? That's insane! Oh my god, sir. I think Lord Capone's suspicions would mean they plan on destroying Jerusalem. Think about it. If they dig a tunnel into the holiest city in the world, they can destroy it from underneath. Sir, I read the report Lord Richards is referring to. The NK Bureau believes the drug cartels are recruiting Americans, who are drug addicts, to carry out these attacks. It's plausible they are being coerced by means of their drug dependencies. Don't suppose you know anything about me or what I would or would not do, Mr. Johnson. Make no mistake about it. You are close to being put to death. I am willing to be lenient. But do not try my patience. I can very well condemn you to death, you hear? And what were you saying about Caesar, fellow? Since you overheard me, sire, I have nothing to add. No. Continue. Your remarks were very novel. Entertaining. I'm more accustomed to flattery. Uh, what did you say about a vulture feasting on carrion? Were those not the words? For the best night's sleep, get the number one doctor-recommended mattress, Sealy. It's the most comfortable mattress in the world, and the most trusted brand name in the market, Sealy. Hey, Fred, what are you doing home? A dinosaur sat on my lunchbox, Barney. Well, look at it this way, Fred. At least you didn't sit on it. <laughs> Hilarious, Barney. Kermit the Frog here. Pigs officially in space! Yay! As I think now, looking back, we did not fight the enemy. We fought ourselves. And the enemy was in us. The war is over for me now, 
but it will always be there the rest of my days. As I'm sure Barnes and Elias will be fighting for what Rock called possession of my soul. There are times since I felt like a child born amongst two fathers. But those of us who did make it had an obligation to build again, to teach to others what we know, and to take with what's left of our lives and find a goodness and meaning in this life. This is the best music station in the world. Rock 95 FM. The rock you love is the rock we play. Classic Hits 104.3. We play the music, you listen to the music. From Vinyl Rock. We interrupt our regularly scheduled programming with breaking news. The Prime Minister of Sri Lanka, Terjop Singh, has been murdered. NBC's Jaspreet Kothri has more. A country is in mourning over the death of President Felipe Castillo of Paraguay, who, according to officials, was shot and killed by a local militiaman. While motive is unclear, Vice President Oscar Mendez is calling the incident an assassination. It was only hours ago that the royal Ahmed Kiata ruled the Central African Republic, but local sources report the country's leader died by the hands of his own men in a military coup. We now turn to breaking news, the assassination of Belgium Prime Minister Francis Mersault. The BBC's Edward Jacobson has more. And now, our featured audio drama review. It's a very small town. Pretty sure I know everybody by sight. In Wolfbrook, New Hampshire. Welcome to Unhallowed Grounds. There's not much else out here worth being scared of. There is something outside of my house. It's gonna come through the windshield. What the hell happened here? Have you noticed anything strange? It just felt really weird. It has started again. It has started again. And what is with all this purple goo? Something the size of a Buick and dripping purple goo. I remember. I could put you in a very small concrete room just because. Could someone explain to me what's going on? I thought you were something else. Don't you mean someone else? <laughs> No. There's no use in getting worked up over something that never happened, is there? October's Children. Coming September 2022. Earlier in the week, I took the opportunity to listen to the pilot for October's Children. Absolutely amazing. Everything from the cast, the music. It has a strong Stephen King, Twin Peaks kind of a vibe to it. It takes place in the town of Wolfbrook, New Hampshire. Right off the bat, something creepy happens, and the episode just keeps building and building suspense about this horrific event that happens. Now, I don't want to give too much away, but if you if you want to listen to the first episode, check out October's Children on their Indiegogo page. They are currently trying to raise funding to produce the rest of the series, and I certainly hope they meet their goal. You can find the link to support them in the show notes. Night has fallen, and the time has come to experience Terror at Collinwood, a podcast dedicated to the iconic gothic television series Dark Shadows. Terror at Collinwood explores the hidden secrets within the sinister walls of the Collins estate. Hosted by two-time Rondo Award-winning television horror hostess Penny Dreadful, the podcast features interviews and in-depth discussions with fans and creators as they examine the cursed characters and supernatural storylines of that creepy classic. 
dark shadows. Beware the night and the restless dead who wail on Widow's Hill and prepare yourself for terror at Collinwood, a Dark Shadows podcast. Available at terroratcollinwood.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Seance, The I Ching, or wherever you get your scary podcasts. This concludes our episode of Soul Twin Talk. I look forward to talking to you next week. Stay safe, be happy, and always remember... I can do anything. I can reach any goal today. I can do what I want. I can be what I want to be. You've been listening to episode six of Soul Twin Talk. I'm your host, Rachel Pulliam, and I'd like to thank my guest, Sharon Grunewald, for being here with us today. Along with the people who contributed a promo, Pete Lutz, Lynn Rogoff, Penny Dreadful, Derek Vallon, and Steve Fisher for letting us play his fantastic demos. The Soul Twin audios and Soul Twin Talk themes were composed by Ross Bernhardt, with additional music by Storyblocks. 